get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the 62nd episode of the What Up, Though podcast. 62. And it's hot than a bitch. So Actually, it's cooled off now. Um, no, it's still hot as fuck. It, it's it's you probably sit in front about. Of a fan. Right. It's, <laughs> it's probably about. And I tried to cut it down because I didn't want it blowing into the mic and shit. Man, fuck the whole ass listeners, nigga. We need that fan turned. <laughs> we still appreciate you guys. I mean, yeah, we do, I guess. But not enough to turn the fan down. Right, right. <laughs> it's hot. So, so, came off of, uh, I guess, more of a, oh, my lighter's gone, uh, more of a serious, let me see a lighter, more of a s- serious week last week, talking about the Virginia shootings and things of that nature, and, uh. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. And, uh, ain't too much crazy shit happened in the last week, so, that's good. Um, we're closer and closer to you, uh, um. Jumping the broom. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's, how's that shit going? It's cool, man. I'm enjoying like. That's Mike, by the way. Yeah, I'm Mike. Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying um, moving toward that date, you know, because I'm not nervous or nothing like that. So like, I just anticipate like I just look at it as like a big ass party and shit. And then I'm also looking forward to like, I don't, not being done with the whole process because really it's not that stressful for me. It's mainly stressful for her, but like the. Just the whole, like, I'm ready for everything to be official, kind of. So I can stop saying fiancé, and I can start t- stop talking about planning a wedding and planning this and planning that. And just Listen, being able dude, to, like, move forward it's with okay life. It's okay to be, to be ready for it to be over. It's really, I mean, you know, you do all this planning for this one day, and it's, like, so much fucking shit involved. Like, I was thrilled when that day was over. Like, you But know. see, I really ain't done shit. So, like, it's really not that stressful for me. Like, I've done very little. So like, and it's not from lack of uh, being willing to help, cause she she'll do everything herself and be like, man, I sure wish you would help me. I'm like, well, tell me what to do. Like, just say something. Like, hey, can you do this? But it, to her credit and to my detriment, like, I am raggedy as fuck with doing shit. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it, and then like, I wait to the last minute and shit. And she's like, you were supposed to do this by whatever day. I like, I I do it tomorrow, and it's like the last fucking day to do it and shit. But I mean. So it ain't been that stressful for me. It's not gonna be like a weight off my shoulders. It'll be a weight off hers, like a motherfucker. But for me, it's just like I'm ready for it to be done in the sense of like I'm ready for everything to be official. Like I'm ready for us to be married and, and move on and start planning the next shit. Like I'm ready for like the next step. Cause like for me, so what's the next step? Getting a house. So like for me, the there's really no change. From in in a in a there's a change in a technical sense, but in the sense of how we're living, there's really no change from before the wedding to after the wedding. Like for all intents and purposes, we're already married per se. So it's not like uh, all of a sudden once we're married, now things are going to be different. Like they're going to be the same, except for like the technical legal shit, you know. But I'm ready for everything to be official and then I'm ready to start planning to get a house because our apartment's pretty small and I have a whole lot of shit that I'd like to do and she has a whole lot of shit that she'd like to do and 
We want to be able to have the room and the space and the freedom to do that. So I'm ready for that. And I'm ready to get this party cracking because it's going to be fun. It's going to be like a crazy, crazy, crazy dynamic. And I can't wait to get all these different walks of life together in one place and have all of them partying together. Like, I feel like it's going to be really dope. Because, like, all the weddings I've been been involved in were basically all black weddings. And there's nothing wrong with black weddings. But, like, it's going to be dope to see, like, diff- like, completely different walks of life. Not just, like, black people and white people. Like, we have, like, black people from Detroit. Or, like, you know, black people from, like, like regular just black people from Detroit. Then, like, people from, like, the hood, like, ghetto motherfuckers. Then we're going to have, like, people from Canada. And then, like, white folks from Canada that ain't never been around no hood niggas before. So you're but really then gonna everybody's like, going to be. This going to be the, 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 the perfect mix of highs and lows. Yeah, and it's going to be, like, but I know it's going to be a cool dynamic because it's not like there's going to be no problems or nothing like that because everybody's just there to have, you know, get drunk and have a good-ass time. So it's going to be dope to get a whole bunch of people who don't normally interact with one another who are all going to be together having a good time. And I, I just can't – I think it's going to be like I – I just feel like it's going to be an epic fucking party. Like it's going to be like like a legendary-ass party. And I know we're going to have people crashing that bitch like – it's going to come through, like, after dinner and shit. Because, I mean, if you, if you weren't invited, you come before dinner, <laughs> we, you might die. So, <laughs> but, like, people who are going to pop up after dinner, like, 9 o'clock and shit, people gonna come, more people going to come through. Like, it's going to be it's gonna be a banging-ass party, man. I can't wait for that shit. I got all my all my people going to be there. We all going to have, like, good-ass time. We got hotel rooms and, like, uh possible after party and like just all kinds of shit popping like it's gonna be crazy so i'm look i'm looking forward to it like i'm like excited i'm like it's gonna be a dope ass night and i got all this time off work so i'm looking forward to that too so you guys that already had kind of like a pre-party this past weekend um the jack and jill indeed we did now explain to listeners what a jack and jill because that's not a common uh party or at least what i know of from like i guess american no, it's not. Like, I think it's like a Canadian thing mostly, but really what I can gather is just like a party slash fundraiser for the wedding. So it's kind of like come through, party with us, get drunk, get some food, and just party out. And then like, you know, they, you know, you pay for a ticket. We had raffles. We had games and shit. So you can win shit while you're there. And then it's just money that helps go toward the wedding. So it was like a pre-wedding party. And it was basically... It really felt like kind of like what the wedding is going to be like with about one-third as many people. So, yeah, it was a dope event. Like, it, was a real, it was a real good time. I enjoyed myself, kicked it with a lot of people, and got a taste of what it's going to be like to be like the center of attention, which I, which is the only thing that I'm, I don't want to say dreading, but the only thing that I'm kind of like, oh, man, it's going to be so weird. Because, like, at least at this party, everybody's there just kicking it and having a good time. But, like, at the wedding, everybody's going to be like, yeah, all eyes on us and I'm like oh man that's gonna be like that's gonna be really weird for me I've never been in that situation and I'm really not looking forward to it but I'm hoping that I'm hoping that I'll be cool by the time it happens like I yeah, won't be like yeah. uptight and like I won't be in my mood where I'm like like to be by myself and shit like that I'm hoping I'm not in that mood so I'm gonna do what I gotta do to make sure that I'm like prepared to be social yeah you, you I mean I don't know I, I kinda got I don't say used to it, but it just it, it it came and went, and it was pretty cool. So, um, it, yeah, it's 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 cool. Uh, I, I'm kind of like you. I don't want to be the center of no attention and shit, you know. So it was kind of one of those kind of like weird things of 
you know, people coming, always want to talk to you, and you know, and yeah, it's like even at our wedding, like we had, or even our table was like in the center, so it's like people just sitting there watching us eat and shit. And it was and, just yeah. y'all, right? <laughs> like that's that was nothing. That was, that was that would be extra weird if that was, if we were doing that. We have a table with the whole bridal party, oh, okay. so at least I won't feel like that. But that was weird. I've never been to a wedding where it was just them at just the bride and the groom at a table by themselves. So it was like y'all was like right there in the middle of the damn place, right by the dance floor, just y'all two. And I was like, and and you can be like somebody who's a guest, right? But no matter what relationship you have with that person, everybody who's there has some sort of relationship with that person who's their relationship might be different from yours, but it's equally as valid. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can't be like, hey, yo, this my nigga Otis, man. We do this podcast shit. Like, we cool. It's my nigga. And, you know, be all over there. Because everybody's everybody has the same opinion. I mean, not the same opinion, but the same kind of, like, feeling toward it. Like, so you got relatives there. Like, oh, that's my nephew. Oh, man, it's crazy. Or it's my, you know, brother. This is, you know, my, my homeboy since whatever grade. Like, everybody is looking at you. And they all feel like their relationship with you is, like... It's almost like they, they want to, like, be a part of your shine. Because, like, that day is your shine where all attention is on you. And they think, like, oh, that's my per- that's my people. So, you know, like, it's almost like subconsciously they want some of that shine, too. So they kind of want to be, you know, in your limelight. And, like, for me, that's going to be weird because, like, I don't know, man. That's going to be weird. Everybody trying to want to be around me and shit. And everybody, each person having a valid reason but a different reason, a piece. Yeah, more than likely. I'm. I think the only kind of weird moment was like that moment that everybody was like really just looking at you, other than like eating dinner. Was like when people when we were sitting at the table, and you know people did their speeches and stuff about you and shit like that. Oh man, I'm dreading that shit. <laughs> I'm dreading that shit. But I that, feel so fucking awkward, man. Like, man, I hope people. I hope that don't happen. Uh, like a lot. I've already kind of like not outlawed speeches, but like I'm trying to keep speeches like kind of at a minimum so like i'm not really and that's just because like i just one we got too many people to be everybody for everybody to be giving speeches but like at the same time like for me i don't want like to just be sitting there and have people say nice shit about me especially it's like i don't feel like somebody who warrants a whole bunch of nice shit to be said about them because like for the most part i'm kind of an asshole not an asshole like in the sense of like i mean to people but i'm like i just do me like i'm not really out here like being friendly and shit like that, like so, like, oh, like why are people saying nice shit about me? Like, I don't, I'm not really a, you know, a hey, let me go out my way to make you feel good. Let me be nice and friendly and like somebody like hey, you know, people be telling stories like, yeah, you know, there was this time where this that happened and he did this and or he used to be sad and then he met her and now he's so happy. I'm like, oh man, come on. I just I don't like sentimental shit and that's like that's the place for sentimental shit to be said. And I'm not a big sentimental person. I can just see myself like, man, like, you don't got to say all that shit. Just sit down. No, you just got to take it, though. You just got to take it. It's just that one day, and, I mean, although it's y'all. Can you you not? You and her day, you just got to just, you know, fake smile and just, you know, laugh it off and shit, so. (sighs) (laughs) Yep. That should be good. That should be a good time, though. Definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. I can guarantee that. It's gonna it's gonna bang, man. It's gonna be crazy. 
So I mean, it's niggas from Twitter that be talking about like, yeah, I'm gonna crash your wedding. And shit. I mean, they don't live here, but I'm like, that be that would be crazy. Like if random Twitter motherfuckers showed up and shit. Ones that I'm okay with showing up. Like I don't even know if it's even be people from Twitter that I would've been cool to just pop up and shit. Like, folks, Twitter is cool. You know, some people at least, but I'd be like, fuck you here, foe. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. I, I think if you retweeted me a couple times, you can come get this chicken, nigga. Get out of here. I think some years ago and shit. You know, when I used to kind of like hang with Twitter folks a lot or whatever, it would've been cool. But now, like, wife be like, who is this nigga? And you know. But that's somebody I met, you know, it's weird as hell when you tell people it's not on Twitter. Like, yeah, some people I met from Twitter. Like, you met somebody from an online app. Like, people need to get over that. Right. This is, like, that is, like, that's commonplace at this point. Like, that's not even taboo anymore. Like, that's just normal. Like, Shit, that's, I kinda, that's how I kind of met Tafari was from Twitter mostly. Uh, but I don't think we, I don't know if we had mutual friends like that I would met him other than, other than that, so I mean, I, I definitely have some uh, some cool relationships I've got from from Twitter, but for the most part, though, I don't really, especially now, I don't really fuck with folks on Twitter like that no more. So, it's yeah, like, I, I'm sure there'll probably be some that are you know, see pictures that get shared to Twitter that night or to Instagram and be like, oh, congratulations, blah, 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 blah. I'm cool with that. But are y'all doing not, like a hashtag for Twitter? I mean, we will. for Instagram? We will. I don't know what it is yet, but we'll probably do something like that. Just make sure ain't nobody, it ain't taken. Like, I remember I've seen some. I don't have the most common last name, so we should be smooth. But then again, neither do you. So. Yeah, and I've seen that shit too. So we had to, you know, I was looking through names and stuff. Because I remember I went to this one wedding where they had made this. It was like a generic, like, I forget the last name, but it was that the, it was some initials and a date. And it was so many other weddings that had that same name and wow. and date and shit. So it was a black couple, and I seen all these white. I'm like, there ain't no fucking white people at this fucking wedding. Like, where are all these white people come from? I'm like, oh, that's a whole different group and shit. And they had, and the thing is, they had this on the uh, like the I don't say flyer, but the order of events printed and shit. Mm-hmm. They had the hashtag on there. The, the weird part is that they had a they made an Instagram page as well. So they wanted to be their pictures, pictures people took to be tagged on their, to tag them in the pictures. But Instagram doesn't work like that. It's not like Twitter or Facebook or whatever. It's not like it's going to go to their page. You know what I mean? So that was kind of weird. But, you know, it, it was, it's cool, you know. Hashtag my last name and wedding only shows seven tweets. So I'm smooth. Oh, well, that's cool. Then. You'd be good. It'd be good. Yeah. So, got a chance today to watch uh, Kanye's speech on MTV. Because I don't think either either of us watched it live. No, I, I, I watched some of it live, but it was whack as hell. I didn't, I should say that. I didn't watch his speech live. I watched some of the VMAs live, and it was, it was whack for the most part. Um, it wasn't too much on there that I really cared for. I don't know. A lot of these shit, I don't even care for a lot of the fucking award shit anyway. Unless it's some, you know, like like movie awards or some like real substantial award show. But that shit was just, it was, yeah, it was whack. I think like it's 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 a real thing that when you get older, you just get like grumpy and shit. Because like neither one of us really care. And I would say like two or three years ago, probably would be on Twitter like wanting to live tweet the VMAs with everybody else and shit like that. And then, like, like now, I didn't even, like, there'll be times where 
that sort of thing would happen. And now I feel, not feel bad, but I'd be like, damn, I wish I could be watching and tweeting with everybody. Like, I didn't even care, man. I was like, I don't care that I'm missing this. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And I would even look at the tweets and see everybody tweet about it and be like, I still don't You know care. it's bad because typically when shows are tweeted, that's probably the best part of the shows. But I didn't even feel inclined to to watch it based on that. I was just, I got home. I was in my, my room. My wife was in the living room watching something. Actually, she was in the living room watching watching the awards, but I didn't feel like being in the living room, so I went in the room, laid down, like, man, I, I got a chance to get to bed to myself. Bet. So, and then I was like, fuck it. So I turned to it for a minute. Then I ended up turning to football because it was a Sunday night game on or some shit. So Yeah, I, I, yeah, I had no interest at all. And I would have, when I saw all the tweets about Kanye West's speech, I thought, like, maybe I should turn this on. I was like, eh, I don't feel like it. I don't care. I like, I watch I'll it. Fi- I think I even tweeted, like, I'll see what he said in the morning. <laughs> I'll watch it tomorrow. I don't care. Yeah, and then it comes Wednesday when we finally actually watch it. Shit, right, so. yeah, it's way after the fact. I didn't even care enough to watch it the next day or the day after that. So, but we watched it before we started recording, and it was really 13 minutes of nothing. He didn't say shit. But one thing I did find interesting, and I'm not going to say, I, I didn't find the comment itself interesting, the fact that he said he was going to run for president in 2020, because I think it really was just probably like drunk slash high talk. But it did make me wonder, like, if Kanye West, like, working strictly hypothetically, if Kanye West was to run for president, what would that really be like? Like, would you, knowing what you know about Kanye West, would you give serious consideration to voting for him? If he was running against Trump. <laughs> like seriously, probably not. Um, I don't see Kanye doing anything in the next five years that's going to make him a viable candidate. But I think it would just be interesting that you know you would get get people that are not the status quo of of candidates. I mean, other than the fact that he's black. I mean, there's there's nothing substantial. I think that he could add. Other than, I don't know, emotion. <laughs> I think in the strict, in the strictly literal sense, I don't really think that he really has any kind of real chance at being able to do this, even if he wanted to. Like, I don't think he could fund it. I don't think that he knows enough. He even said in the speech, I'm not a politician. I don't think he knows enough about actual politics and what, it, what goes into being a president. Like, he probably just thinks, like, I feel this way about human rights or about uh, artists' rights. Or he probably feels passionate about shit that's important to him. and But probably don't know shit about, like, the education system or about health care or about foreign, foreign policy and <laughs> domestic relations. Like, he probably don't know nothing about none of that shit. So I think that generally... He is it's completely unlikely that he could actually feasibly do this. If we were to throw that shit out the window, I do think that for the most part, if he were to educate himself and he were to be like a serious person about it and not just like because he just comes off like a guy who just like rants and just says whatever. But if he actually took it seriously he would probably stand for a lot of the same things that I agree with and will probably prioritize a lot of shit that I agree with. But the fact of the matter is that he's just too unstable. 
Like, he's not somebody who... Like, would you trust Kanye West to make any important decisions that involve fucking this country? Like, whether like whether or not to bomb another country or, or, or to engage in a war and all this. Like, would you trust Kanye West to make that kind of decision? Yeah. Nobody would. Like, the yeah. biggest Kanye fan, if they were being honest with themselves, nobody would trust him to make those kind of decisions. Like, about actual United States policy. There's a guy that can't even fucking decide, like whether or not he wants to have companies support him or not so, in his fucking fashion ventures. So, if five years from now, if you had if you had to pick a couple of folks from, like, our culture, our, you know, our, I guess, entertainment sphere influence, like, who, who would you think would be a viable candidate if they were, like, to really go into, like, serious, like, political... Well, well, you said from our culture, so I guess that'll kind of rule this guy out. But I do like the idea of John Stewart being president. Like I think John Stewart would be, would be I dope. See that our culture, like I, I love mean. John Stewart, and it could just be be standing for John Stewart. But like, I really do like John Stewart. And this guy, this is a guy who actually does know his shit for the most part. So uh, John Stewart would be dope. If he, would, he would definitely be ahead of the curve as far as people that I I kind of thought about like off the top of my head. Like as far as like black people though. Um, it, it doesn't have to be black. Um, oh, but I was well. Only people, black people, came to mind. But it doesn't have to have to be black. But if I had to pe- pick pick a person, a number one person who I think if they really got into politics would be able to, I would be I want to see some, if uh, I want to see if you say. I have a name in my head. I'm wondering if you're gonna say the same. Jesse person. Williams. That was my guy. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was my guy because I often say like I feel like he needs to be like. The black representative, like, like you need to be the fucking guy that they act like Jesse Jackson is for us, right? When he's really not, like, you know, something like that. Like, I always feel like he needs to be like our our representative. I think think if he knew politics, and not to say that he doesn't, because I don't know, but if he knows it enough to where he was educated on it, because like you can't you can't really go from being an actor to being president. But like, if he actually went in that field and that avenue, and like he started off as you know doing some shit in his state and you know then he was a senator or something like that you know like i could man, i could see him i could see i mean and i i'm not even gauging just on his his acting but i just think his activism ever since all of the uh things been happening with like black lives matter movements and things of that nature i think just his his knowledge and activism of that alone i think he would be a good politician i mean maybe if not president but i think he would be a good uh Politician, especially on a on a local and a national uh, level, um, I think if and if I had to pick another guy, which he'd be a, a far from it, but if if it couldn't, if it wouldn't be Jesse Williams, I don't know. I think I would already pick Killer Mike. <laughs> I think I think he would be good. At least he would be a good running mate. But <laughs> Jesse Williams and Killer Mike, right, right, right. You got to He better divulge you know, his real was, name. You know, Killer Mike was running for some. Some Jesse and Killer. Jesse and Killer Boy, 2020. I think he was running for something in, in Georgia. I don't know I if he, he was. Ex- I don't know if he made it or not. And I can't think what he's running for. I don't think so. He's not like city but, council person, Mike. <laughs> but I think he would be uh be pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I can. I don't know anybody else. I think those are two people I thought in my head. It was definitely Jesse Williams, though. I think he would probably be a. A, a, a good dude that would run. I think he would turn some heads. Um, I don't know, man. I think the the 
presidential race could probably get more diverse in the next five years. Um, or the next, I don't say next five, probably the next ten years from this point on. I mean, you know, if you would have asked as a kid, you know, it's like one of those things and say you could be anything you grow up type shit. President was never one. I mean, people probably said it, but there was never a black president until Obama. So it was like, you know, and then there's never been a, a woman that's been that close to, you know, being even nominated, you know, like Hillary. So, you know, those that's changed the whole makeup of what a president was, you know, since the beginning. I so. still feel a way about Hillary Clinton. I wasn't a fan of how she handled herself during Obama's run in 08. So I still kind of feel a way about her, but I mean, I could, I could deal with her, but like it, she's like my, probably like my third favorite candidate. Well, not, I can't say my third favorite candidate cause Biden's not technically running, but like if Biden were to run, that would push Hillary the third. Cause I'm just not, I'm not really a big Hillary fan. I'm not a big fan of anybody who's, in, in either party who's running. Like, I feel like this is a really raggedy-ass group of people at this point, especially on the Republican side. Like, I feel like... I feel like Republicans, like, really are, like, missing some brain cells. Like, some of these people that they push, it's like, what are you even thinking? Like, you've lost the White House two years in a row, and to beat, like, a really popular black guy, I would think that you would want to put some people in the in the running that have a a more wide appeal than like I don't know like somebody who is only going to appeal to like rich white men like it's almost like they don't even understand strategy like that's not you can't get somebody who appeals to like such a small demographic and it's like they grabbed like eight guys and who all like appeal to like these small ass demographics like which is like crazy ass racist fucking people and it's, I, I don't i don't understand that like i feel like this is the raggediest group they put together and i feel like each group gets more raggedy like the the group that they put up against obama in 08 in the primaries i was like these raggedy motherfuckers i was like i was like they stand no chance and that group shits on the group of people that they putting up now i'm like how do you lose twice and put up an even worse group of people than last time and then right now donald trump is like it's almost like a foregone conclusion that he's going to be the fucking nominee. Like, they are pulling for him. And the crazy thing about it is that he's, like, he's so fucking dogged out in the media. Like, he says all kinds of, like, fucked up stuff. And everybody's like, oh, he's so he's so crazy. Like, why is he saying this shit? Like, this guy has no sense. Like, he doesn't know anything. Like, why is he saying this stuff? But he's leading in the polls. So it's like, it, it just speaks to the lack of intelligence of that party that they can, that they know that he's saying a whole bunch of fucked up stuff, but they still out here supporting him because he really believe his, the fucked up stuff that he say is really what they feel and what they really believe. I mean, I don't I really, think he stands a chance. I mean, he, has, he has no fucking chance of winning. And I feel that if you're uh, if you're not a fan of, of the Republican Party, you kind of want him to win because there are other people that are running that has a much better chance of actually winning than him. But he's like gonna beat out people that actually got a, a decent chance as a, as a. But then again, if he he fuck around and not get it, then he could probably well, he could run independent. I think. Yeah, he could. So I don't know. I mean, Ross Perot did it for years, and ain't shit pop off. Who's he? In, was he independent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's just feel he wasted like so much fucking money, dude. And still rich as fuck. I don't hear nothing about him. He's still alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still alive. I haven't heard anything about him dying, so I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Like, I don't hear shit about him. Yeah, I just don't understand. I don't. The only thing is, like, everything, everything logically says that there's no way Donald Trump could win the presidency. But everything in the poll suggests that he possibly could. Like, they're saying, like, okay, he's killing all the other Republicans. And then, like, his, it's like every time I hear some news about him in the polls, he's cutting the deficit between him and Hillary. Like, how does he keep moving up, but everybody's acting like everything he say is fucked up? I'm like, you can't all believe that everything he say is fucked up, but you still out here saying you would vote for him. Like, you must believe some of this stuff that you quote-unquote think is fucked up. Man, I don't get it, dude. I like, don't, I don't think he could... Like, it's like, my brain says there's no way he could win, but, like, the polls and what, like, these dumbass Republicans are doing suggest that he possibly the, could. The Republican Party? Or no, or win the presidency. Oh. I think he's gonna... Re- I think he's gonna win the Republican nomination. <laughs> I think he actually will. Which is, like, insane to think that he could do that. This guy with no fucking political background who constantly goes on TV and says shit that pisses people off for the most part and he's killing it in the polls I don't really see how unless unless the polls is kind of like people are saying that they will fuck with him but when it really come down to it the Republican Party is going to be like I don't know if they can like no because they can't really do that because we have primary elections so they can't really just say, like, yeah, y'all want him, but fuck it. Like, they vote for him, they vote for him. I mean, yeah, I mean, he gets the votes, he gets the votes. So, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I, it'd be interesting to see if he actually won. I, but I think he has a good chance of winning the Republican uh, nod. And uh, I don't even know who who's actually going to would be the, uh, the Democratic uh, running mate. If he... Or run against. If... Hillary Clinton wins it, I'd be nervous. I kind of feel like he could, just based off what I've seen in the polls and based off of like what I know about Hillary, I feel like I'd it, I'd be it'd be enough for me to be worried. If Bernie Sanders won the Democratic nomination, then I'd be less worried, but still a little worried. If Biden hopped in and he won the Democratic nomination, I wouldn't be worried at all. Like, I think Biden would get it. But, but he's not going to run, is he? It, it's still in the air. He still might. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I guess the only other option, option is Kanye West if he decides to hop in, put his bid in early. <laughs> and he's probably not, so. He's um, not ready. Damn, I was about to ask, ask you something. Um... So another random thing in the news is that uh, Kermit the Frog has a new girlfriend, <laughs> and it is so funny that that became such an item for like a good half a day. You gotta think that, like, I don't even know if they thought that this would take off for them like it did. But you gotta look at the people behind this decision. The I don't know the. I don't say the Muppet people, but, like, whoever's behind, like, the Muppet shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they got to be looking at this shit like, man, this worked out for us great. Hell yeah. What is the, is it, the Muppets has a, a show coming out or something? Popping? I'm assuming so. <laughs> like, 
They better. And if they do, if they don't, they better make one because everybody going to fucking watch it. So they better make one. But if they plan on doing that shit, they got to be they got to be looking at Twitter like, "Man, we fucking won." We fucking won. Yeah. I think people are realizing that Twitter is the way to advertise. Like, I mean, obviously you got your promoted sites, but really you just need to put some a story out there, get a I mean, get a Miss Piggy fucking Twitter account and just run that bitch. And I think she actually had a I think that memes popping. Yeah, you good. Cause I see some of the craziest memes, and it was just funny how you know they was, you know, calling the the new what's her name Denise, mm-hmm. the the side chick, and all this other stupid shit, and you know, but it's it's weird. I don't know how I don't know how this went for so long, but like Kermit was like like abused for years by <laughs> Miss Piggy. Like he was like beat the fuck up all the time and shit. And I don't understand like, you know, and well, it, you know how domestic abuse is when it comes to it, yeah, it is one side <laughs> men of the on women. Yeah, if if I if, mean women on men, if, sorry. If Kurt was beating the shit out of, of Miss Piggy for years, that shit would one it would never happen. And it would have been so much fucking outrage and shit. You know, so <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? He just left an abusive situation, man. What can you say? Got he caught upgraded. Up, got caught up on a rebound, and yeah, he you know, upgraded. Denise was out there like, "What's popping?" She talking about she wanted to do some uh, Netflix and chill. <laughs> right, man, that's, that's great, and it, it's funny because like, even the this is like the comparisons between the two, like, just in name alone, like Miss Piggy, and then just Denise, like, <laughs> like she ain't even got like she don't even have like a a. A cartoony ass name. She's not like fucking little piglet or some shit like that. She's just Denise, right? Like she with her fucking like, chinky ass eyes and shit, dog. Like did you say that one of your people on paper called a Nicki. Yeah, like she like Nicki Minaj. Dog. Like Kermit really got the Nicki Minaj of pigs. That's <laughs> that's funny. Um, so did my second day of class today, uh, and I had to write a paper. First first day we get a paper. It's only fucking like a page minimum, and this nigga wrote three sentences. Was like I can't do it. <laughs> dude, I was writing this shit, and I was just like, "This is crazy." Like I've, I like I was shitty at writing papers in school, and I'm like, man, I couldn't even gather my thoughts for this shit. They was like, first they were like, has to be in MLA format. I'm like, what the fuck is Google MLA, MLA for- format? <laughs> I looked it up at first and I was like, alright, let me let me just start the paper and start getting info I know. And so I use um uh, Microsoft Office Online, which is dope as fuck. You don't have to have a a, a fucking um actually Microsoft on your computer, you can you can save everything on their cloud, hmm. you can do everything on, on on the Microsoft Office on there, and you can save it out either into a regular file to use it if you have Microsoft Office, or you could just save it there. And just you know, use it there, or if you want to save it out, you could you you could just save it as a PDF or whatever. It's pretty dope. Why the fuck would you even pay for Microsoft Office if you can do that? No fucking clue, dude. Okay. <laughs> no fucking clue. I wouldn't pay for it. As long as you got internet, you could do it. Um, and so, and and the the templates that they have, they have uh, MLA uh, templates. So you pretty much just go in and just fill in and shit because it puts it at the right font, it puts it at the the right size. You know all of the formatting and shit. So hmm. I'm like, thank God for that shit because I had no fucking clue, like none. 
But that's kind of pointless to me for a, a design class. It's a technical class. Like, like I don't, if you do in a class, if it's an English class, then I could see you, or a journalism class, then I could see you making a point to say write it in this specific style. But if you just writing a paper for some shit that's not about writing, and it's just hey, write some shit about this. You should be able to write in whatever fuck format you feel, as long as it's, you know, coherent. So I don't know. I, I honestly, I was a journalism minor in college, and I did a whole lot of journalism classes, a whole lot of English classes, a whole lot of philosophy classes that required writing, and I couldn't, I couldn't tell you shit about MLA format at this point. I mean, granted, it's been a long time, but I know that if I sat down in front of a computer and wrote some shit out, it would kill all them fucking. All these other college niggas' papers. I was like, so, I'm looking like, I got to cite sources? Like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Like, I am not the writer, dude. Not the writer. At all. At all. Like, I could do, like, when I, you know, whenever I decide to write on my blog, you know, it's like I could write on my own format. I could, you know, put as many ellipses as I want. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to have no kind of, like, correct format in that shit. Just got to be, you know, readable, I guess. But, yeah. yeah, that shit threw me off. And I still need to finish the paper. Like I was, I was. She told me I turn it in. I was like, I think I want to keep it a day or two. <laughs> Put some more fucking words in this shit. So, yeah, definitely not the writer, dude. At fucking all. So I wonder what it would be like for me to do that now. Because I was really good at it back then, and I'm like ten times better than I was back then. I feel like I'd take my old ass into college and like be be asked to write a paper, and just like destroy everybody else's shit. And it wouldn't be in no kind of damn format. But it's like you can't read it and be like, this isn't a good paper because I don't like your indents. Like and like the the margins on your paper. Right. <laughs> like, you didn't use the right fucking font, so you're done. So, yeah. Nah, definitely not. I mean, I would end up having to take an like, actual. Bitch, I write my paper in Comic Sans and it's going to kill all these <laughs> niggas' papers, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Comic Sans would have been dope. I, I like the font, <laughs> so shit. That if I could put random <laughs> shit, put my address in Comic Sans, I would outside the house. Had that shit right on the fucking door. Big ass Comic Sans. Yep. Well, hey. I would do it too. Um, so. you to give me a bad grade. Like, but the content. I'll it's argue, the fucking right, content. Come, yeah, the content is the important part. I'll argue, argue you down. So you really gonna give me a bad grade? Really? Can you write a paper this good? Professor? I'm cocky as shit with the right shit. Can you write a paper this good, Professor? <coughs> put it in Times New Roman. I'll put mine in Comic Sans with a purple colored font. A purple cut. With no fucking margins font. and no citations. But I'll out fucking punctuate you, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that'd be entertaining. I would kind of like to do that. I still hope I will one day, but we shall see. Um, what the fuck was I about to say? I don't know what I'm about to say. I had a brain fart for real. I'm just blowing smoke in the air, not being helpful. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll just start one of my little comments that I had. So, downtown lately, it's been a lot of motherfuckers riding bicycles and shit. Oh, and like, shit. bicycles, like, not like, hey, I'm just riding my bike because I want to, you know get exercise and shit it's like bicycles with like big flashy ass lights on them and like big ass radios and shit playing music loud as fuck and like flashing fucking rotating lights like like a disco ball and shit and like i don't have no problem with that 
you know, I don't, I don't care. If you want to stun on your bicycle and you want to make it look dope, fine. Cool, whatever. But, like, why they got to be try to, like, be cool with it and shit? And cool in the sense of, like, you want to be cool so bad, you can ignore anything that has to do with laws or safety. Like, they be riding their bikes, like, zigzag across lanes and shit, trying to, like, just trying to look cool like, like a fucking, like a kid from a Boys in the Hood movie or some shit. Let me ride, I got my big-ass handlebars, I'm just going to ride it, like, back and forth across the lanes and shit, because... I look cool because I'm playing Young Thug while I do it, and I got these flashing ass lights. Like, I can't wait why are you on a bicycle out here reckless with cars just to look cool? Like, trying to, like, earn cool points from nobody who's actually going to, like, attribute you cool points. Like, they're not going to, like, pull over and get out of that car. Like, you, you know what? You look cool as fuck on that bike. And then get back in that car and leave. Like, you're going to get no fucking props from this shit. Nobody's going to write you no... Nobody's going to like your Facebook post from it. You're not going to get extra Twitter followers, none of that shit. All you more than likely going to get is broken limbs at best, like, or death, like, at worst. Like, I don't like the shit that, like... It seems like this is, like, a trendy thing downtown now is riding bicycles and shit and these, like, pimped-out bikes and shit. And nothing wrong with that, but why you got to add being reckless and stupid with it? Like, you look cool just, like darting in and out of lanes and shit and being in traffic with cars and fucking rush hour and shit or in a heavy traffic area downtown on a Friday night and then it'd be like 12 of them and shit like just zigzagging across the street slow all in traffic like like somehow the fact that you're on a bike is like makes it so you you can't like it dissolves you from being killed like you're somehow invulnerable to getting hit by a car like you not and like I don't like the idea that like like okay so like look at pedestrians and shit right the, the general idea is that pedestrians always got the right of way. But, like, if you got the right of way, is that going to matter if you dead? Like, it's not. Like, you're not going to be like, well, I had the right of way. Like, well, when you crossed the street in high traffic, when a light when the light was telling you not to walk and you walked anyway and you got hit, well, yeah, technically, maybe the car was wrong. But you dead, nigga. Like, it don't matter that the car was wrong. Like, at least the nigga driving the car still alive because you wanted to exercise some phantom ass right to walk across the street or to ride your bike in all kinds of crazy ass ways and shit so like if i ever was to see that i like if i was to ever see somebody get hit by a car like immediately my impulse as a like normal human being would be like to help them but if i saw somebody doing some dumb shit and they got hit by a car that was completely avoidable and you did it just because you just feel like you just have all the power in the world where you on foot or on a bicycle amongst cars, and then you get hit. I'm more likely gonna I'm more likely gonna be like, that's what you get. Like, and not even like in my head, that's what you get. Like, I might walk up to you, be like, that's what you get, and just like keep walking. Like, you got knocked the fuck out, right? Like, I, I like they, we do this at work all the time. Like, not we because that includes myself, but we as a company, like we tr- cross a very high traffic area across campus marshes, and people will walk into the street. Just like not even paying attention on their phone, whatever, and will cross the street when they do not have a light. They'll just go across the street and cars will be just having to stop in the middle of the street for people who just are not paying attention. And like we had a whole lot of construction for the M1 rail where there were a whole lot of streets that were uh, uh, closed off. So we did have the like nothing to worry about, like no traffic to worry about for a couple months. But they opened, like, pretty much all the campus marshes back up. Like, that whole area is all open right now. The whole roundabout, all that shit is open. And I, I will stand at the corner with my with that big-ass orange hand to say, don't walk. 
and seeing cars coming and watch people just like want like walk into the street like lemmings like they're not even paying attention they're just walking just like 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 nothing like they're somehow invincible like there's no way you can get hit by a car because you're a pedestrian you have the right of way like and I I I, I would make eye contact with the driver and look at the person walking across the street and be like and look at him like I don't know what the fuck's happening right now I have no idea why this is happening <laughs> like I if you hit them I won't I won't tell on you like I won't take your license plate not I won't write your license plate down like. If you had hit them, I wouldn't have said shit. I'd have been like, well, that's what you get. Like, I mean, there's some people that really fall into that whole uh, natural selection. Like, you know, you put yourself in this shitty-ass position. So, you know, if it happens, it happens. I, you know, I, and, and I'm an avid bike rider, but I'm not trying to put myself in the fucking harm. But are you an avid, reckless right, bike rider no, 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 so you can exactly, look cool? I was about to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm not putting myself in harm's way and stuff. So, no. Especially I, for, to look cool. Like, it's one thing. Like, it's different levels. Like... If you a bike rider, that's one level. If you a bike rider who is just not paying attention, that's another level. It's an incredibly stupid level, but it's another level. It's a whole new level if you're doing it because you think you look cool. Like that's like that's the worst. Like I said, that's the level where it's like I'm not even gonna care for you at that point because you deserve it. Like I'm not like it's not even like I'm not gonna feel bad. Like no, you deserve that. Like that's what that is what you get. Like I can't feel sorry for you at all. Like, like, oh, this guy had kids. Well, his kid was probably being raised shitty because his fucking dad was a fucking asshole. So, I mean, <laughs> kids probably fucking better off without him anyway. Fuck him. I, I can't see. I, no, I don't care at all. I hate these bike riders and these pedestrians that just walk across the street not paying attention. Man, that shit happened so much around uh, the Renaissance Center. Yep. Like, they were really walk, walk when it's... When it's red and it's and then it's dare you to fucking come out like across Jefferson, <laughs> like, yeah, y'all it's so it's nuts, dude. Like I was um, Jefferson's like a, walking across the freeway. My wife had a uh, a recall on her car, had to take it in, so I had to take her to work. And man, I'm trying to drive around, trying to get from around the Renaissance Center, and these motherfuckers just walking. And it's like I got to the street where I need to turn, and I was there, but I was approaching the street and the person who was walking was approaching so I'm thinking like are they gonna are they gonna look up the motherfucker did not look up and just kept walking across the street yep I'm like that's exactly the it they don't even look I mean honestly I'm gonna end up being in trouble but I'm thinking like if you can't speak I guess you won't win then shit <laughs> right <laughs> but that's just I, I don't know man that's like you know just it's a the age of people just feeling that you know they have the right of way all the time even when they're supposed to be stopped and, you know, they're just looking at their phones or whatever the fuck they be doing. And what it boils down to really is, like, even if you even if you don't legally have the right of way, when it comes to pedestrians, pedestrians have the right of way, like, all the time, even when they don't. So if, you, if you're a pedestrian and you get hit by a car, even if you was out in the street when you weren't supposed to be, general consensus will be that the, the person driving the car was still wrong. Yep. But... Which is fine with me. But like I said, if you that person who just walk across the street not looking because you just you just confident that the cars the car shit just gonna handle itself and you ain't even smart enough to even think about taking care of yourself and doing what's what's safe for you, you can be you can have your right of way all you want and when your case goes to court, you can be found not guilty of any wrongdoing, but if you still dead or you still fucking Got eighteen thousand broken bones. Hey, I hope you enjoyed your ride away, you crippled bitch. Cause you, you gonna deal with it now, nah, dead ass nigga. That's what you get. Like, I ain't even gonna care. 
You <laughs> cripple bitch. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I don't laugh at a motherfucker doing that shit, man. Like, that's what the fuck you get. Man, I hate that shit, dog. Like, you gotta be... You gotta think about... You can't just think about what's... What's legally right for you. You gotta think about what's safe for you. Like, uh, here's another example. This is a, a different example, but... It's an example of the same concept. If you're driving in a residential neighborhood, right? Where every other block there's a yield sign and every say three or four blocks there's a stop sign that means that every other block there's no sign right if you just blow through each intersection and only yield when you see a yield sign or only stop when you see a stop sign yeah you got your right away you didn't have to yield when there was no sign you didn't have to stop where there was no sign but if you get hit by that motherfucker that wasn't paying attention or who don't care about signs because there's a mad people who will blow through a yield sign or you know who just fly through them streets if you get hit by those people yeah you had the right away but you still hit so like what i do is like i yield almost to every block when i'm going through a residential neighborhood because i'm not taking i'm not gonna risk my life safety and car over somebody else's ability to yield or stop so I'm gonna I'm gonna check to make sure there's not some asshole who's just flying through blowing yield signs and shit, and that's because I I want to live. <laughs> I want my car to be unhit. So I'm just gonna do, I'm not gonna just do it because I got the right away. Because then when my car hit or I'm dead or I'm injured, I had the right away, but now I'm dead or injured. So it don't fucking matter whether or not I had the right away. I'd rather be alive and you know stop at signs where I don't have to, or stop at intersections that I don't have to stop at and be alive. Then blow through them and be hit. So it is what it is, man. I don't have no sympathy for people who do that shit. You enjoy your right away from the hospital, bitch. Pissing in the damn bag with your right away. <laughs> right away in the bag. Right. Pissing the goddamn bag with your right away. Congratulations, bitch. So totally random and off subject. Are you uh? How many nope. tat- How many tattoos do you have? I don't know, five or six. Are you done with them? No. <laughs> I'm probably going to get one on my honeymoon. Really? Yeah. That's brave. Yeah, that's what I say. But, hey, YOLO. <laughs> but, yeah, I got like five or six. I, I I don't know the exact number because, I don't know, I don't think, I don't remember each thing. Yeah, and then, like, I had, I have two that look like one. So it's like they look like one one design, but they were two completely separate tattoos that I got years apart from one another. So it depends on how you count it. Like it looks like one, so if you count it as one, then maybe I got five. But if you count it in like actual individual times that I got tattooed, then maybe it's six. Something like that. It's not that many though. But I only have one and I don't even know what your tattoo is. <laughs> oh, it's just a crown, a older crown on my arm. Um, but I want, I've been wanting a sleeve for a long time. I know I do. I just don't know what to get, though. That's like, the problem. I just want it to be something that's least meaningful. Right, looks how do you fill up that much space with something? Well, I should say that, that I really want, about. I want a half sleeve. So, basically, from the top of the forearm to, like, the top of the bicep or over to the shoulder. But I, I only want one from the elbow to the wrist. Oh, okay. If I got a hat, I want half sleeve. If bottom. I were to get half sleeves, I want them both from elbow to wrist. 
I've thought about it. I mean, I guess we're in the time where tattoos are more acceptable now, so you can have you know white collar jobs and have tattoos and still be cool, still be good. Yeah, I've always tried to plant and plan potential ones in like places where I can actually wear a shirt, a, a, even a short sleeve shirt, and it will cover most of it. But I think at this time and age, though, you could really just do it, and it really yeah. wouldn't make a fucking difference. So I may. I may push that. As long as you don't walk to your interview like that for the job, (laughs) right? Right, right. So better have them sleeves down. I don't know. It's like I'm really fond of of tribal tattoos as far as the design of them, but I don't have any tribal fucking background, so I'm like I'm not getting a random tribal tattoo. Plus, that's super cliche. It is very. I can't do anything like that. I don't want something that half the population of Earth But I has. want a design similar to that, but with like meaningful shit in the design, if that makes sense. So it's like, it's the, it's the it has the the background thought of a, of a tribal tattoo, but you know, I could put meaningful stuff that I, you know, I incorporate into it, but I don't know, man. I'm still kind of on the fence with it. Uh, I don't know. My wife has a, a, a some she has more tattoos than me. I think she has like three or some shit, but I don't know. Yeah, I think you should do it. I just don't know what, man. I really don't know what. Just make a list of everything that's important to you, that you value, or that means something to you, and then just figure out something from that. Like, all my tattoos have some basis on something that's important to me, and I'm sure I could think up other shit. It also helps when you have kids. The more kids you have, the more inspiration you have for tattoos that are important to you. Well, here's the so thing. You could do that. Here's the thing. I don't. So right, <laughs> but you can have some. Yeah, and you know, working on that. Um, but you know, TMI. I, <laughs> uh, just the planning process. Uh, TMI for our listeners. Anyway, but I don't know, man. I, I'm really gonna really think of it. Maybe I'll finally do it. Uh, next year maybe by my birthday which is only maybe six months so i don't know figure out something i don't know why i've always used birthdays as like the when i did my when i finally got mine i got it like maybe sometime right before a birthday some years ago i don't even know i think about five six years ago or some shit like that so man that shit come way faster now like i'll be thinking like man i just had a birthday and i'll be like don't i got another one coming up like <laughs> I be like not legit forget. I don't forget my age per se, but like, I there's a strong like five month turnaround where I actually have to think about it if somebody asks me how old I am, because I feel like I just had a birthday. So I'm thinking like, not I just had a birthday, but like the one before that was the one I just had. So I I I be wanting to say my previous age for like a smooth like five months after that age changes. So then I get used to it, and then it's like three months before another age change. It's like, it's ridiculous. Like September right now, and my birthday's in January, and I feel like I just had a fucking birthday. Well, it's like 10, 11, 12, like four months away. Now they just, they just pass and go, it's like they come and go so fast. Like it's no real, like my next, I guess monumental birthday would be 40. So it's like, that's like six fucking, five, six, almost five and a half years from now and shit. So, well, four and a half years. And that so, shit come up so damn fast. Man, I know, dude. I don't know, man. I just... I mean, obviously, the opposite of getting old is fucking dying, so don't want that. But it's just like, man, it just seems like... I just remember when I was 16 and 
finally got my license. A little hype about that. It's like, you know, there's nothing hype to get 40 other than living. Like, why don't, you know, there's no, nothing changed as far as, you know, I mean, after maybe 25, you can rent a car. 21, you could drink. You know, 18, you can go to the movies by yourself. 40, you just 40. And everybody be like, I've noticed too, like, a lot of times, like, for my birthday, I don't even really care in the sense of, like, it doesn't really mean anything. But, like, I'll see other people who, like, turn, like, say, a random-ass age, like, 28. And I'll be like, keep calm, it's my birthday. And I'm like, oh, it's my birthday, it's my birthday. I'm like, I, I don't know, I'll just be like, so? Like, yeah, I, I don't really take, like, you know, like, I, okay. And? I've had people, people that have wished me happy birthday have mentioned to me that I didn't wish them happy birthday. Like, motherfucker, are you serious? Did you really remember that I didn't wish you happy birthday? Like, come on, man. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not even in the birthdays like that anymore. Like, I do it out of obligation. Yeah. Like, I don't really care anymore. And like I don't even, it doesn't even re- register me as anything significant. Like after thirty, you stop caring. I think that's pretty much it. You just stop caring at that point. What difference does it make? Oh, I turn today is like especially when you were an adult and shit. Like and you turn thirty two or some shit like that. It's like it's, a, it's another regular ass day. You still got to take your ass to work. You still got to do like regular adult shit. It's not like it's your birthday, so you ain't got to pay bills or you you get to sleep in and you, you know. You don't have a kid that day. Like, like your life ain't no fucking different on your birthday than it is any other day. So it's just like, I just so happen to get older. Now, moving on? So what? Like, I just, I don't, I don't think about it. The only way I care about it is if people give me shit. So I'm like, okay, well, it's my birthday. I can plan an event on the pretense of it being my birthday and maybe a whole bunch of people buy me drinks. Like, that's really all that matters to me. Like, is exploiting free drinks. It has no actual significance to me at all. And it's like, it might sound kind of dark, but I don't even care about, like, I don't even look at it in that deep way like I've made it another year. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't want to die, but I don't fear it in the sense of, like, I'm grateful to have lived another year. Because that's almost like working under the assumption that, like, like, yeah, you could die at any moment, but at the same time, I don't look at it like like it's imminent and I made it. Like, ah, oh, made it to another year. Yes. It's like, I just yeah, kept living, dog. Like, I, 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 I just, I'm celebrating not dying. I don't have to have another birthday party probably for the rest of my life. You know, it's cool when, you know, you can celebrate with friends and stuff like that, but... I don't have to make a big deal out of nothing, you know. If I'm, you know, hanging with family and friends, go out, have some drinks, eat some good food. I'm actually more uh, torn, more pushed towards having just having some good food, you know. Just like I don't, I don't have to do that shit no more. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just a part of me just being hella grumpy as of the last few years, or just getting older. But I think they tie together. I would say just from. My general observations of you over the course of the past few years, you have gotten grumpier. And it's not a <laughs> it's not grumpier in a sense of like as a criticism. It's just an observation. And it's like I'm the same way. And I notice it about myself and I don't even care. Like I know like I've noticed that like and I saw somebody tweeted about tweeted about me. They, it was a subtweet, but I know it's about me. And they, they just were like that nigga 
don't he like everything pisses him off or he don't like shit or whatever. I don't remember what it was. But it's true. Like I know I observe that and I'm acknowledge of I acknowledge it about myself is that like pretty much everything pisses me off. Like I'm just an old grumpy ass nigga and I don't even care. Like I, I don't. Like I look at it like, oh you think I'm grumpy? Alright, cool, whatever. You don't like the fact that I don't like all the shit you do? Well, I'm cool. I still don't like it. I still don't like you and I don't need you. I think I said it might have said it, uh, I don't know if I said it on the podcast or if I tweeted it. I know I tweeted it, but I don't know if I said it on the podcast. But I said, like, at this point, I ain't met a bridge that I'm afraid to burn. Like, I don't give a fuck, dog. Like, I'm going to do whatever it is that I do. I'm going to like whatever it is that I like. I'm going to dislike whatever it is that I like. And if you say something or do something and I think it's whack and you get offended, like, oh, my God, I can't believe he does. Like, why is he always so mad all the time? Like, I can't fuck with him no more. All right, cool. Cool. Whatever. I don't care. I don't need you. Peace. Right. Hey, I got way too many close, close, close friends that I know ain't going nowhere for me to care about, like, random, like, just, like, random acquaintances or Twitter people or some shit who unfollow me or who block me or whatever or who decide that they can't fuck with me no more because I'm too negative or whatever. I got way too many people who fuck with me for me to even care about these people. So I'm just going to be who I am, man. Let yeah, the cards I, fall. I made. remember. I remember once, once upon a time when I was really caught up in in Twitter and you know wanted because it. I think there was one one a good moment where you know a lot of folks from Detroit hung out from Twitter and things of that nature. It was meeting folks, but I don't even like Twitter that much anymore. And I really don't. You know, it's like I don't know if this sounds negative or not, but I don't see myself like really investing myself in new friends. Yeah, like it's just it's just not going to happen. Like you know, you know, I potentially I've lost friends over years. I've you know uh, gained relationship with old friends. I've you know old friends that fell off. You know, but it's, you know I don't I'm not I don't I can't invest in in people who are you know not around all the time or people that I don't really you know care for and you know and things of that nature. Have I like. I think I've, 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 like, lost friends that, you know, I felt the relationship could be good and shit then, you know, fine, you know, fuck it, you know. But you can't, can't, you know, invest in, you know, trying to be friends with people that don't want to be friends, you know, saying, like, I can't do that, you know, no more. I think our outlook on that shit has changed just in the time that we've been doing this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like... We'll say so. We, we this is the sixty second episode, and throw in the fact that there's probably like we'll say five weeks where we didn't record. Like so, we're we're definitely over a year doing this podcast, and I would say there was probably an episode where well maybe we didn't talk about it on air, but there might have been time before where I would say something like, you know, there's a lot of people on Twitter that irritate me, but I like I don't want to unfollow them because I don't want to have to deal with the repercussions of unfollowing them. No. Now it's I guarantee you'll say people I've already unfollowed like because I don't I don't care like there's to me there are no there are no repercussions from that there's not like nothing because a repercussion has to have some sort of value to you for you to care about it right like right. if the repercussion is it is some person you don't care about not following you anymore that's not a repercussion it has to be something that you actually that affects you in some way and that shit don't affect me in any kind of way. So I looked at it like maybe like a month or two ago. I was like, you know what? I got all these people in my timeline who, when they tweet some shit, nine times out of ten, it just irritate me. 
And like, granted, I know I'm far more irritable than I was back then. But at the same time, it is what it is. I'm more irritable now. What I'm seeing irritate me, and I don't need it around. So I'm just gonna follow this person. I mean, and I think that's just you and know the as, repercussions be damned. Like I don't care if they have a they feel any kind of way about it. Yeah, and I, and I think that you know you can't. You, I think it's you know for for self care. I've heard that phrase used a lot lately. It's an accurate phrase. Um, that is why I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's accurate. It was um, for me, but I've heard it a lot more lately. Probably in the last maybe couple of months. But the the stress of trying to please others and, you know, like trying to please some motherfuckers I'd never probably like break bread or, you know, have a serious conversation with or, or spend quality time with. Nah. No, I just all. drank some of this ginger ale like straight. Yeah. It tastes weird. <laughs> really? Oh, because you've been drinking it with alcohol. Yeah, I like a. There's a lot of things that I can drink, and if I drink it without alcohol in it, it tastes weird because I don't know what they taste like without alcohol in it. Dude. Like common alcohol mixers like orange juice and cranberry juice and shit like that. Dude, for, like drinking cranberry juice without alcohol in it, I'm like, what is this shit? This tastes weird. Dude, for for a good while... Put some vodka in this. For a good while, I was doing Kessler and, and with, uh, chasing it with pickle juice. So it was like after that, every time I had Kessler and tasted it, I almost tasted pickle juice and shit for the <laughs> longest, dude. For the longest. Um, but, yeah. Side note, pickles are awesome. You know what? Like, what's weird is that you, you don't even like pickles on your hamburgers, but you like pickle juice? Uh, pickle juice is, is doable. Um, I like it because I like it. I'm not, you know, just drinking pickle juice for the sake of. But it definitely kills whiskey when you drink it. Like, totally kills it to me. Hmm. But I don't like pickles on, on food, but I like just plain pickles and fried pickles. Fucking dope. Interesting. Uh, Red Smoke has really good fried pickles. Hmm. I don't know. I need to go there. Have you you been? You never been there? No, Katrina's gone there. Y'all been downtown? You ain't been there, man. She be getting that shit for her damn team at work all the time, and I, I've tasted some of hers, but I haven't actually, like, actually went there and got some food for myself. I need to do that. They they have fried catfish is really good. Their their ribs is actually not bad either. They actually have pretty decent food. Now I think about it, I haven't been there in some time now, but I like pickles, but I. I'm like, I've noticed that like lately, because I've been eating pickles a lot lately, and I've noticed that like, I have like a weird relationship with pickles. Like, I, I like them to be like fully pickles. I don't like them to be like too much on the cucumber side, but at the same time, I like the crispness of them when they're on the cucumber side. So it's kind of weird. Like, I wish I could get them like fully, fully fucking pickles, but still be like crispy when they're like a little bit too much cucumber. And I have yet to find that perfect mix. All of the McClure's pickles are... Th- those are the ones. They're, yeah, they're pretty much there. Those are the ones. Those strike that perfect balance for me. And yep. if you get them spicy ones, they are extra fucking spicy. Got big-ass, big pe- whole-ass peppers in them and shit. Them bitches be good as fuck. Yeah, I didn't. I really, I didn't know of McClure's until uh, my wife was getting them one day. We were out a few years ago, and uh, those are pretty good. They're pricey too. Yeah, the they bitches are. ain't cheap. No, they're not. Not cheap. Man, I really want some fucking crab legs. Man. I haven't had crab legs in in a long fucking time. I've been really wanting to get some, but um, the way my accounts are set up, it just ain't <laughs> you know feasible. I can't but, fuck with crab legs, man. It's like I can, but I can't. I love the way they taste, but I hate all the work. I don't like to have to, like, work to eat my food. 
it seems like it's too much work for not enough payoff. Like if you could do if you could crack crab legs and get big ass pieces of crab out of it, cool. But like for the most part, the crab legs are like you crack it, you get like this thin ass strip out of them and shit. And I'm like, man, it's way too much trouble to get so that thin ass strip. Like, like you get fucking like you got to crack these damn crab legs to get this thin ass strip that you eat in one damn bite. And it's like the work is like three times as much as the fucking payoff, and that just bothers me. But uh, the one time I, the one time that it was like the shit for me, I don't even think it was crab. It might have been lobster actually. I was at the uh, a seafood buffet in Las Vegas, and the shit came already cracked. Oh shit! And it was like already cracked, and you could easily just scoop it out. Now then, Nigga. I went in. I don't, I, know, what I, the fuck I don't know how much it would cost to be able to just get unlimited crab legs already cracked. But I feel like that's the shit that I would do if I was, like, rich as fuck. I would have all that shit just cracked and just on a fucking plate. And just right. a big-ass fucking bowl of butter. And I'd be, man, that'd be the... There you go. That'd be the shit. Because, yeah, cracking, it definitely is a job. But it's yeah. rewarding shit. But it's uh, to me, it's, it's like unlimited. the is so minimal, though. Like, And I saw somebody, like... We went to a, a, a seafood restaurant downtown for like a it was like a get together or some shit. And one of the people at the table, whatever we went to, you could pay whatever and get unlimited crab legs. And this person ordered a ton of them, and then sat there and cracked them for like I don't know, man, twenty thirty minutes, and then just ate it all at once. And granted, you get the enjoyment of eating it all at once, but man. You want to sit there? Like you at dinner, dog. You want to sit there and crack crab legs for twenty minutes? Like it's an event, dog. You man, just do it, man. It's just not you worth just, it you to just me. Break that shit up, and you know. But yeah, if I can get a whole fucking plate of unlimited, already cracked crab legs, yeah, nigga, I'm set, nigga. That would be. I that- crack crab legs for twenty minutes if I did it, and then like I had a whole bunch of meat lovers pizzas and some shit that came out of them. <laughs> like a little thin ass strip meat of crab lovers pizzas. <laughs> a little thin ass strip of crab, man. Yeah, it'd be good as fuck, but I just don't. I don't want to deal with all that work. I don't want to work to eat, man. I can't. Can't do it. Well, that's cool. Fuck, fuck crab legs, man. Yeah, I mean, well, well no, for you, but, but yeah, no, but no, but yeah. <laughs> like, I no, mean, but yeah. Like, all right, fuck. Yeah, uh, and and like lobster is kind of the same, but for me, lobster is a little bit more of a payoff. Because you get bigger pieces out of it. So, like, that one's kind of okay. And the lobster to me tastes better, too. But, like, the you get a bigger, you get a better payoff with that. And then you can get lobster where it's, like, it won't necessarily be, like, all the meat will be out. But it'll already be cut. So, you can kind of, like, just scoop it out kind of easy. So, that one's a little bit easier. But crab legs, man, it's, like, long and skinny and all that cracking. And you get, like, this little bit. And then the shit sometimes still be getting stuck in there, man. Like, uh, this is too much, though. I can't deal with it. I did this little gay-ass sigh uh, I, I, I just can't deal I with can't it. Do it it's too much it's too much speaking of this too much man another thing about these fucking minivan drivers dog man these fucking minivan drivers I, I told you the last time we did this podcast the last time we talked about it on the podcast that you, you should be out here driving and notice that shit now that I mentioned it I don't know if you have but since I mentioned it it's almost like they all listen to the podcast, all decided to fuck with me when I drive. Like one, they of, know. 
my most hated pet peeve of driving, and I have a whole lot of shit, and they're all hated highly. But what are my most hated? No, it is definitely my most hated driving move is what I call the slow motion cutoff, where the motherfucker is like in a lane other than you, and you going like 20 miles an hour faster than them, and they just decide to change lanes. Like, that shit happens a lot. Everything I don't understand. Everything that shit. is and bad. And that's like the fucking calling card of the minivan driver. Everything is, that's considered bad driving happens in Dearborn. Mm-hmm. Every fucking thing. And it's, it, it's, it's going to sound racist. It's going to sound sexist. It is racist and sexist. But, but hey. most of the time, it's the fucking hooded women of Dearborn. They need a hashtag or shit like the people of Walmart. They need one like the hooded women. They are some of the worst fucking drivers the hoods of ever. Hooded women. But the dudes are terrible too. Well, hoods is, is implied because the men don't wear it. Yeah. But man, they are terrible, dude. Terrible. They don't park right. They don't drive right. It's just. I mean, they're not allowed to drive where they come from. I right? mean, I guess they just taking full fucking advantage then, I guess. I was at a... Damn, I got a hiccup. Fuck. This shit way faster than a camel. Let me... <laughs> I said a camel. <laughs> you going 20 miles an hour thinking they flying and shit. Nigga, I was at this one light where... I got... I went to light. The light turns green. And I typically am hesitant when it turns green. Because I was going to make sure the motherfuckers that's on the um, cross traffic ain't running the red. So, right. I, I don't jump typically right when it happens. Light turn green. Chick in front of me makes a fucking left turn. Like, it ain't even her turn yet. <laughs> she coming my way. I'm like, dude, you ain't even give me a chance to go. Like, what the fuck? She ain't even look. It wasn't like, it wasn't like no thing of her just being spiked. Are you taking too long type shit? It was just like, okay, I got a chance. I'm going to take it. And that was it. Man. Do you ever I, see, man. I ever seen them? <laughs> I used to see them. I see them at, well, I rarely go to, I've been in that, that Dearborn Walmart once. And that was uh, in the last maybe couple of months. That was a couple of days ago. But I always, I see a lot of the women, they put their phone in their hood like it's a fucking I seen that. <laughs> Like it's a holster or some shit. <laughs> Funniest shit ever, dude. I tried to get a picture of the one chick, but she just kept walking fast. I could, at this point, I think she realized that I was, she, like, I was like chasing her to get a picture. And shit. <laughs> but yeah, dude, she had that bitch. And it was snug, too, man. That bitch did not move. Like, it had Velcro on that it's bitch. tight. <sighs> Fuck. Man, they trash, dog, at driving, man. But that slow motion cutoff, that should be having me so mad. Uh, I can't, man, I hate that shit. I, I just don't understand how you can do that. Like, you just don't. You either just don't know or you just don't care. Like, anytime I'm thinking about. Like, my lane changing strategy. This to me, I'm going to explain the difference between a good driver and a great driver. A good driver, when they want to change lanes, they're going to look at their mirror. They're going to look at their blind spot. They're going to signal. You're going to change lanes. That's how they teach you. That's a good driver. A great driver is going to take other people dumbass shit into, into their consideration. I look two lanes over before I change lanes to make sure that somebody two lanes over ain't getting into the lane that I'm trying to get into because they ain't going to pay attention. Because that's the last thing you need is two motherfuckers and there's two lanes apart trying to shift into the same lane. So I'll be taking that shit into account. That's the difference between a good driver and a great driver. And, like, the fact that I do that, I think, is probably rare. But for somebody to, like, totally abandon, like, the fundamentals, you're not looking in your mirror. You're not looking in your blind spot. You're not signaling. You're just like, and you can see them because you can see them in that mirror. They ain't looking. They're just like, all right, well, 
I don't want to be in this lane more. I'm just going to move over. And they'll move over going 20 miles an hour or slower than the person that's in the lane in front of them. Now everybody got to hit their brakes and shit, fucking around with your dumb ass, and you have no idea what's going on. Like, I almost feel better if they did it on purpose. Because then I could just be like, well, you're just an asshole. But, like, when they don't do it and they have no idea, when they do it and they have no idea, they're just, like, not even paying attention. Like, just, I'm just, it's like they're the only person on the road. I'm just going to do what I need to do at this moment and everybody else be damned. To me, slow drivers are far, far more dangerous on, the, on a highway than somebody who's going too fast. And we got all kinds of speed limits for motherfuckers that's going, you know, 80, 90 miles an hour. That shit's frowned upon. But I don't think I've ever had, well, I'm not going to say ever, but it's, there's been far fewer instances where somebody going 80, 90 miles an hour has done some shit that I would deem unsafe. Right. Than somebody who's going forty or fifty on a fucking freeway doing some shit that's unsafe because the motherfuckers be even even just in your own lane not changing lanes going slow as fuck on the freeway now your whole lane is backed up and you got people who are forced to do to do that same speed because they behind you and now they want to get out of you get out of that lane from behind your punk ass <laughs> and now they got to try to get out of a lane going forty miles an hour because of your bitch ass. And now they got to try to fucking find a way to change lanes going 40 miles an hour where everybody else going 70. Like, that shit is far... And then you got the people the p- people who actually doing it, trying to change lanes themselves. Like, that shit is far more dangerous to me, though. I've been seeing so many times where that shit be causing an accident or, or about to cause an accident. People slamming their brakes or doing that shit where, like, if you in a fast lane, if motherfuckers slamming their brakes in front of you, you got to, like, move onto the shoulder and shit to stop from hitting the people in front of you. Mm-hmm. I see that shit... A million times more than I see somebody going too fast causing problems. Right. Yeah. I hate minivan drivers, dog. I see. Shout out to Ryan. It's always them, dog. Hey, be mad, Ryan. I'll slap you at my wedding. (laughs) I won't. He's like, as I say this on the podcast, don't listen. I won't do that. Or will I? But no, man, I hate that shit, dog. I'm sure. I mean, I know... A handful of people who drive minivans, and I'm not even gonna say it don't apply to them because I don't know how they drive. For all I know, Ryan might do some whole ass shit while he's driving his minivan. I don't know that shit. Just as I know Ryan and he cool, don't mean he's like a fucking great driver or some shit. I don't know what Ryan doing. Maybe one of them times I got cut off by a bitch ass minivan, Ryan was driving it. I don't know that shit. I will say, I've been that I've written with Ryan, he's a good driver, but. Yeah, I don't know. I know anywhere that's fucking uh, south of fucking uh, Warren, I I encounter some fucked up shit every fucking time. Every fucking time. Not been a time when I haven't inquired some kind of fuck shit fucking around south of fucking Warren every time. Think about Dearborn, though, is like, you gotta drive slow because you can't even fucking go like what you would deem is the pace of traffic. Because, like, them Dearborn motherfuckers, them cops will pull you over for going four miles over the damn yeah, speed limit they pull you shit. over anything. I got pulled over for a fucking cracked windshield. And I was doing... I was driving regular and shit. So, I'm just like, man, I just don't want to die. Right. Fucked up. You even got to think about that shit. I haven't been pulled over since all this shit popped off, but... I be having nightmares about it. Like, man, please don't let me get pulled over today. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Yeah, that shit. I know what I want to talk about. So, it was this video today of this uh, this white guy. He almost looked like one of the characters from the show Dallas. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah, it was like this typical wow. bucket hat, you know what I'm saying, white shirt. And I'm going to find the, the, the video because I want to play it. Um, but it, it's basically him just, you know, totally against Black Lives Matter and want to shoot all the folks involved and crazy shit. Let me let me find this shit right quick. How is that not viral? Dude, I don't know the um, because Ocho Cinco uh, posted it earlier, um, hmm. and I ain't seen. I didn't see too many posts about it. I was you didn't even see it, so. But I'm gonna play it. Well, we're done with it. It ends. It ends now, and it ends in the state of Texas. You sons of bitches, you black. Panthers and you thugs, you uh, Black Lives Matter bullshit, you bunch of freaking retard, you better run and you better hide. Because we're looking at videos, we're pulling names and addresses, and we're going to hunt you sons of bitches down. Because we're pissed off, and ain't nobody going to stop us now, you dirty bastard. Last freaking thing some of you son of bitches are here is that- hmm. Yeah. What what really bothers me about folks that have issues with Black Lives Matter and things of that nature is like that whole movement, that whole hashtag, that whole saying in no way, shape, or form is making black people better than anyone else. It's never been about that. There has never been not one, one sane activist or a person who promoted that 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 phrase that saying black people are more important than anybody else or the other lives don't matter or other lives don't matter thing like this if there was no if black lives matter that phrase that concept never came up there would never have been no all lives matter because all lives matter never existed there would never been all blue lives matter there would never all white lives whatever the fucking case it doesn't mean that you want black people to be more. We just want people to be treated as everybody else. Like, I don't understand. How can you want not want? How can you be against people wanting to be treated equally? It's more like, hey, we matter too. You can too. Stop, you can stop killing us. It's we not, also it's not saying we matter more. It's like, yeah, you're right. We matter too. Like, how do you how do you put that in your fucking stupid ass fucking bigot ass brain to, to say that? It's, it, I have a problem with it. I just don't understand that shit, dude. That shit bothers the fuck out of me. Like, I think now that... I think the whole phrase of it is being watered down. Um, but it still remains the same. It's not to be better. It's just to be treated equal as well as others. You know, it's clear that blacks cannot get... Most blacks cannot get pulled over some altercations. It's it's clear that that blacks are being killed for things that are not death worthy there is nothing that's that's supposed to give cops the reason to just mow down fucking black people at a fucking stoplight or interaction there's nothing that that's just not supposed to happen so for for blacks to just want to be treated the same as anybody else that shouldn't be fucking debated or hated i don't get that shit man the fact that that's a problem is a statement to the fact that the that it's necessary because if if we have to if we say that and it pisses you off then that lets us know that we need to be saying it in the first place. Because why would you even get mad about that? That's the part of that video I think that bothered me the most is when he's like, because we're pissed off. Pissed what off are you pissed at what? Off about? Why are you mad? 
Like, you mad that we actually feel like we have rights? Like, you mad that we don't want to die? Like, you mad that we think it's unfair to get killed for no reason? That upsets you? Like, that's what bothers me. Like, why are you mad? I, I don't get that shit. Like, like you dude, mad that, like... This dude is legit angry, and it's not like he's probably the only one. There's tons of folks that are legit angry, legit yes. mad right. that we want to live. Like, right. why are you mad that we want to live? We're right. not saying we want to take your money. We're not saying we're trying to do anything that's keeping you from living. We just want to live as well. Right. We just want to have the same playing field that you have. Right. And why is that a fucking problem? Like, why are you mad about that? That doesn't make any sense. That makes no fucking sense. And you taking names and addresses and you want to... Who are you going to kill? Well, you want to kill on the basis of what? If that's the case, you're taking the same role as the cops are taking. Yeah, I, I would want to know, like, if that guy were to actually shoot somebody... I want to know what his reason is. We know his reason because we're black. But I want to know what he would say. Like, yeah, that's his reason. But what would you say? Like, like I, I, I'm I, mad that black people. I don't know. What can you say? And I don't know. I'm for, mad that this black person felt that he deserved to live and to have rights and shit. So, yeah, he had to die. Because if we can't, if we can't have dominion over all these black people and. I feel like what it is, what it really boils down to is that white people feel like they're losing their power. Like they're losing their right their God given and birthright to everything. Like all they feel like they're owed everything. Like everything belongs to them and they have a right to do whatever they want, say whatever they want, and basically live their lives in a way in which they can do as they please without fear of repercussions. And now black people are saying, Hey, if you're going to do that, if you're going to do shit like kill people for no reason, you got to suffer the consequences. You have to deal with that. You got to go to jail. You got to, you know, whatever. I'm like, what you mean we got to go to jail? I'm white. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. This ain't fair. You mean to tell me I can't kill you because you look, because you scare me? I can't kill you? That's not right. I'm angry about that. And that's yeah. like, <laughs> that's really what it boils down to. And that's like, this whole, Simultaneously sad and incredibly fucking scary. This whole, you know, America being a, the land of the free is, is really not even that, man. It's like any time we could get stopped and fucked with and get killed. And, and the fact that we're protesting, the fact that we want to be treated equal is a fucking problem to folks. That's just, that's just amazing to me, dude. Like, people like him and the, like him and the people like him are the reason why I wonder why people still act like this is the best country to live in. Like, you do realize that there are other countries where it's not like that. Like, I could literally, like, just go over to Canada and there's not a whole bunch of Canadians on YouTube talking about they're upset that black people want rights. They're looking like... And I've had people tweet me, like, it's really that bad in the United States? Yes, it's really that bad here. Yes, they killed us for no reason. Yes, we ain't got no rights. Yes, we are mad. Like and a lot of them are. Yes, get, that we are on the cusp and a lot of race war. And a lot of them are getting off. I seen a story, and I, I can't. I, I guess I could look it up, but uh, this officer who got who was convicted of killing uh, uh, a black dude got fucking house arrest. Got his fucking sentence fucking suspended and fucking house arrest. Oh. That's it. House arrest. He's probably, he's probably that guy. He's probably mad about it. I got house arrest for killing a black guy. What the fuck kind of shit is that? There's is no a, coming. America, goddammit. There's no coming back. That's like, you're dead. You're done. There's no second chances for these people. You know, so, man, that shit, it frustrated the shit out of me. And it, it frustrated me now that I'm thinking more about the video and that guy. And the thing is, I don't know if I'm totally just gauging what I 
can perceive from the guy. Maybe he's some well-off white dude who, you know, family was just a a, a history of just, you know, pro-white racist fucks and a prominent dude. So you really want to just give up everything you have just to kill a black person just because we want the same fucking chances and same same playing field as you. Right, like, like man, we don't even want your shit. You can keep your fucking plantation-ass house. You can keep your fucking yacht. You can keep your fucking CEO job, all that bullshit. We don't even want your shit that we makes just your own life live. valuable. Right. We just want to live without fucking dealing with bullshit. Like, we just want to we just want to not get killed. Like, we don't want your fucking privilege and your fucking wealth and all your fucking what you feel your God-given birthrights. We don't want none of that shit. All we want is for you to think that your fucking God-given racist-ass birthrights don't entitle you to take our life. Like, that's all we want. Like, hey... Live you you stay rich. Do you? Just don't kill us for no reason. Like that's all we want. Like we just want to be able to like live our lives without getting killed. Is that too much to ask? Yes. I feel like I should be able to kill y'all and it'd be smooth. Like I feel like that should happen. Yeah, man. Oh, that shit just getting pissed off about that. That shit. I just don't get it, dude. I don't see how you can be black and say that like this is like the best place to live. Like. How can you really believe that, right? Like, you really believe this is the best place for you to be right now when it's people like him who... And it's not like it's not even like we're taking his one video and applying it to, like, a whole bunch of people. It's a fuck ton of videos like that. It's a whole bunch of people who hop on fucking CNN or Fox News in a shirt and tie and say the exact same shit, but more eloquently, with more veiled language and more euphemisms than he gives, but says say the exact same shit. It's not just him. But, I mean... That's that's this country, man. That's just how it is right now. And so, it needs to stop being that way. But, I mean, I've been on my fucking rant about that enough. I don't have anything to add to my already, previous thoughts on how I... Rants. That shit just, just... I just don't understand how you just... We just want to live. That's it. I mean, in short, we just want to live. Why? Why do you want to take that away from us? I, I, I mean, it's a the the fact that there's much attention now to that. That you just, you know, you are offended that we want to, you know, make it known that we want to live. It's just, ah, man, I don't, I don't get it, dude. I do not get it. So, yeah, where we at? One twenty, one thirty. I mean, we don't really technically have a two hours worth of shit. Um, you got anything else? No, nah, man, we can wrap up. We, every one don't need to be two hours. When you got two hours of conversation, we can wrap it up. Um, so we're still taking suggestions for uh, the Mike's Going on Honeymoon podcast. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So if you have any suggestions of topics, suggestions of people, we already have one suggestion for a person. So we're going to see if we don't get any other suggestions, um, we can work that out. But uh, we want to keep the show going. I mean, you know, only only one half of us to be out. So, hmm. you know, versus just taking a week off. We're like, cool, let's get us a, uh, a, a guest and, you know, keep the shit up for all of the three listeners that we have. Uh, we're still pushing our, our GoFundMe. Uh, we have, the link has been posted on our Twitter. I'll probably post it again on Facebook. But we raised 140 of the 500 gold. And we just want a couple more bucks, really. Um to get the stuff we need for the podcast. We just want to continue to have good stuff 
good uh good sounding podcast we've been doing it now for over a year and so it's not we're not one of these new niggas because mm-hmm. podcasts just keep popping up and you know i think you know i think we do okay uh so you know we just want to make our keep our show good and uh have the equipment to do so so we'll run that for maybe a couple of more weeks and then you know we're gonna stop at some point and just you know get the shit we want to get and then you know continue as we've been doing so um other than that uh there's nothing else we'll be out and we'll see you guys next week we will peace out peace